The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. Advocates say major changes to Virginia's gun laws are unlikely as long as the state legislature remains divided, with Democrats and Republicans each controlling one chamber. But lawmakers are debating other ways to tackle the rise in gun deaths. Ben Pavia reports. One idea to stem the violence, like Tuesday's shooting in Texas, comes from State Senator Jennifer McClellan. She's proposed creating a new Virginia Firearm Violence Intervention Center. It would be a hub for research, data analysis, and funding based on local needs. Because what is happening in Richmond may be very different from what's happening in in Roanoke or Norfolk. House Republicans and Governor Glenn Youngkin favor a different bill from Delegate Tony Wilt. It would provide local grants focused on gang violence intervention, including law enforcement training. It wouldn't focus on data collection or research. Both bills have won some bipartisan support. McClellan says their fate is tied to ongoing negotiations over the budget. Lawmakers are set to take that up June 1st. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Safety measures are being increased at Richmond Public Schools following the Texas school shooting. In a letter to families, Superintendent Jason Kammerer said he's authorized security staff to conduct advanced searches of student property when they arrived at school yesterday. An RPS spokesperson told VPM News that permission will not be required from students before their belongings are searched. Kammerer is also asking Richmond police to increase their presence around school properties. Rebecca Field is a teacher and parent at RPS. She says this increase in police surveillance is traumatizing for students and teachers. I don't think it made anybody feel safer. I think the majority of my students do not feel safe when there's a police officer. How long these increased safety measures will remain in place is still unclear. A drug treatment court will soon begin in Nelson County. According to the Daily Progress, the court will allow people charged with nonviolent drug offenses to enter an 18-month intensive treatment program. Those who complete the program can have their charges reduced or dismissed. Nelson County Commonwealth's attorney said seizures of methamphetamine, heroin, and fentanyl have increased over 600 percent since 2010. Currently, there are 41 drug treatment courts for adults in Virginia. Defense attorneys say a former Virginia Tech football player feared for his life when he fatally beat a person he met online. As Whitney Evans with VPM News reports, the two-day trial began today in Christiansburg. Issa Mimim Etute connected with 40-year-old Jerry Paul Smith on a dating app in April 2021. Smith was using the identity of a 28-year-old woman named Angie Renee. Following a sexual encounter, Etute learned Smith was not an anatomical woman. Etute punched Smith multiple times. A medical examiner testified he had a severe head injury. Atute's lawyers are asking the court to disregard a Virginia law banning the so-called gay panic defense. The legal strategy asks a jury to find the defendant less 
less culpable because they were provoked after discovering a victim's sexual orientation or biological sex. The defense also points to weapons Smith had in his apartment as evidence that Atute feared for his life. Virginia passed a law last year banning the gay panic defense. Atute's lawyers argue the law should be disregarded because it wasn't in effect until after the incident. Whitney Evans, VPM News. An investigation into the Richmond Electoral Board by the Attorney General's office found, quote, irregularities during the 2020 election cycle. This includes materials being removed from the registrar's office and results being counted without enough people to oversee the process. But according to 8 News, the probe did not support criminal charges. Originally, the investigation came under former Attorney General Mark Herring's office, which found no criminal wrongdoing. Another investigation was requested when Jason Miares took office. After the reviews were complete, the state board decided that all of the city's electoral board members should undergo mandatory training. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.